from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney is the expert on that. The Dr. John Deloney Show is one of our top shows on the Ramsey Network. He'll help you with uh, relationships, mental health issues, and all kinds of crazy family stuff. Yeah, and uh, life in general, and he's here to help me as my co-host today. He's the author of the number one bestseller, Own Your Past, Change Your Future, and the brand new book that we have coming out October the 3rd on a Tuesday. I had to verify that earlier. My brain is locked up, uh, called Building a Non-Anxious Life. And uh, in a world filled filled with anxiousness, anxiety, building a non-anxious life. How do you keep your cup full to deal with the stuff that comes at us in the world we live in today? That's all coming out. You can pre-order the book right now at RamseySolutions.com. Phone number here to talk is 888-825-5225. That's completely free. Alan's with us in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Alan. How are you? I'm doing better than I deserve. It's an honor to speak to my mentor. I'm I'm honored to speak with you, sir. How can I help? You know, uh, I've seen countless of your videos and and online calculators of how much house you can afford, uh, mortgage, principal, and interest, and whatnot. How much house can you afford if you're paying cash? Uh, Real quick background of me, high school graduate. Something happened. Your your voice voice went away. What happened to your phone? Yeah. Is that, is that better? There yeah, that's go. much there better. You Thank you. Yeah, you sound okay. like you were trying to disguise uh, your voice there for a second. All right. Okay. Back, uh, background. Back is, you you nice got the money to pay cash. How much money you want to pay for a house? Five hundred thousand. Okay. What's your net worth? One point six million. That's fine. That's cash. That's yeah. cash. I got. I have it. a two hundred thousand paid off house now. Okay. I got no problem with that. All right. Here, here's the way I look at that. All right. Having studied wealthy people for years, and you've obviously done very well. Okay, the smaller your net worth, the higher the percentage of your net worth your home is going to be. If you have a $500,000 net worth and a $250,000 house, that wouldn't be unusual at all, right? Right. Okay, but if you have a $10 million net worth and a $9 million house, that's weird. Okay, you agreed? Okay. So the larger your net worth, the smaller the portion of it would go to your home. Okay? okay? My home is a very small percentage of my overall net worth, but I'm blessed. I'm sitting in a building that's worth, you know, somewhere around $400 million. And so if I had a home that was worth, you know, $200 million, that'd be weird. You know, it just wouldn't make any sense at all. It'd be very strange to live in, by the way. But, yeah. Yeah, weird the, house, uh, man. Weird doesn't even touch that. But, yeah. But, the, anyway, the uh, you see what I'm saying. So, But yours is about a third of your very successful $1.6 million net worth. Congratulations. That's not out of hand. If you told me $1.3, I'd be freaking out a little bit. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, my, my current house is worth 200000 So, I'm actually going to be, you know, I'll still have the one point two, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, but are you going to keep the current house? Ooh. No. Okay. So you're still, the portion so, uh, of your personal residence is 500000 Am I right? If I buy the $500,000 exactly. house. Yeah, and you pay I'll cash to, for it. It'll cost me three. I'll be all right, and I'll sell this for two. Yeah, but your net worth stays the same. You just shifted it, it around. Yes. 
Correct. Yeah, it's just the percentage of your net worth that goes to your home went up from, I don't know, 250 as a percentage of 1.6 to 500 as a percentage of 1.6, which is roughly one-third, right? And so that's okay. That doesn't bother me a bit. But if you told me 1.5 of my 1.6 is going to be in my house, I would say, tell your wife no. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I am retired. I am retired on a $74,000 a year income. Okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because this is a net worth thing. You can afford the house. Why, 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 Why don't you want to buy it? You know, here I'm. I've been living the Dave Ramsey life a long time. Worked very, very hard for my money. I'm 68 years old. Uh, live like no one else. What's the uh, wait a minute? The Dave Ramsey life has the rest of that sentence. What's the rest of that right. sentence? You live like no one else, so that you can live and give like no one else. Hello, hello. Late in life, and why not? This is the part where you get to enjoy. The fact that you've done a really good job and you're reasonably wisely enjoying it. And you should. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, I guess I just can't say you're a little scared. It's such a big, I'm in a $200,000 house now. You get a little scared. It's a bigger home. It's more maintenance. It is. It is, but it's not going to break you. Right. I'll never run out of money. What it is more than anything else is it's emotional because it feels weird because your brain is completely comfortable with 250 and you're doubling what your brain's comfortable with and i think you have identified those people buy five hundred thousand dollar houses guys like me don't do that exactly exactly i i I don't buy it you know i waited to add 1.5 million before i buy a two big max unless i got yeah buy one with a coupon hey what'd you do for a living alan when you were in your career air conditioning Heating, oh, wow. air conditioning, uh, a lot, a lot of work for a contract. And how much of this one point six million did you inherit? Uh, I inherited an eighty-five thousand dollars house. How long ago? Oh, nineteen ninety-one. Okay, all right. So that did help. Yeah, that's good. Wow, I'm imp- you're very impressive. Very, very well done. You're classic baby steps millionaire. Very well done. I'm going to send you a copy of that book. I want you to read it. I think you'll enjoy it because it's about you. He's also classic. Hey, dude, I'm just an HVAC guy. I don't live in that. that we, uh, guys like us don't live over in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a tough transition to realize. And no, you know what? Can. That's one of the reasons I I, um, ch- I I put that saying out there. Live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else. Because we don't want you to be tightwads for the purpose of being a tightwad. Right. We don't want you to be careful with your budgeting just for the purpose of being careful. We want you so that. You get to have a wonderful life so that you change your family tree so that you can be outrageously generous and find a, uh, you know, a widow that you and I took the call on the air the other day and a mi- everyday millionaire, a, a baby steps millionaire heard the call and called and paid, caught up her house okay. and then wild. And it was 5,000 bucks and he's wrote checking. Think about it. So you, but you don't have to think about that when you've got 1.6 and, and th- that's the reason but then if, if you start say, I'm going to play small ball just for the purpose of playing small ball. No, I'm going to play small ball so I never have to again. Right. I'm going to drive a piece of crap car so I never have to again. The car I drove over here today ain't a piece of crap, but I have driven <laughs> some crap. Okay? But I drove, I drove like no one else, so now, by God, I drive whatever I want. I drive like no one else, you know? And, you know, some of these leftists don't like that. Oh, well, toughies. You know, I ain't plugging it in either. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> so... You know, it's just, you see what I'm saying? I mean, live like no one else so sure, later yeah. you can live like no one else. That's right. right. That's right. They, and give like, there's a reason for this. 
you got to play it. You got to, Alan. I'm so proud of you, man. Congratulations. You're awesome. Dude. You're awesome. Yeah, you, you, you know, I want you to learn to flex the muscle to enjoy some of this money more than you have been. It's time. It's your time. And I want you to be outrageously generous too, dude. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Hey, we want you to go to RamseySolutions.com slash events and uh, sign up. He is doing a launch party for his book, Non-Anxious, Building a Non-Anxious Life. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash events. It is $35, including the book. We're going to do that on October the 5th, book launch week, at the Ramsey Event Center. And it's brand new, and you're going to love it. If you haven't seen the inside of this thing, it is amazing. And he'll be doing a talk about building a non-anxious life, taking your questions on a Q&A, signing every single person's book that's there. And, um, of course, seating is limited. It is a building. It only holds so many people. So if you want to come, it's 35 bucks. Go to building or go, go to uh, RamseySolutions.com slash events and get signed up for this. It's the launch party. Another launch party we're doing is uh, September the 15th on a Saturday and a Friday evening before that. We're doing the Smart Conference in the uh, North Chicago area. Uh, up around, we're going to be in Willow Creek Church and uh, doing an event there called the Smart Conference. John, Dr. John Deloney, Rachel Cruz, George Camel, Jade Washall, Ken Coleman, Dave Ramsey. We're going to be talking about career, mental health, and money all evening and all the next day. You're going to leave there being smart. Check out the tickets, September 15 and 16 at RamseySolutions.com slash events. There's a few left. We'd still like to have you. We only do a couple of those a year. Mark is with us in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, Mark, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, Mr. Ramsey and Dr. Deloney. Uh, I was just calling to uh, ask you guys. I own, kind of, it's my job, but uh, I, I own a business, but I only employ me. <laughs> and um, I'm trying well, to figure out. That's awfully nice of, of you, Mark. <laughs> I'm in the middle of my, uh, the baby steps, all like a quarter of the way into it. Um, I've got forty thousand of one hundred and twenty thousand paid off, and I was wondering, with the business income, um, should that be put into the business first? Like, I once I get my my tax account full then should I build up an emergency fund for the business or should I focus that on the baby steps? What do you do? I'm a pooper scooper. 
Okay. And um, what are you making? Uh, with combined household income with my no, wife no, no, on the business, on the business, on the business. Oh, just the business. It's about a hundred thousand. Okay. And, um, God, we just stop right there for a second. First thing ran through my mind is that's a lot of poop. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which is one of the the internal slogans about this show. But listen, (laughs) listen, if you are listening to this show and you say, I can't get ahead and I can't figure it out, there's no jobs. Mark is making 100K as a pooper scooper, so let's just keep that out there. Picking okay. up the dog Pretty charge. stinking good. Okay. <laughs> all right, Mark. Uh, all, the, all the puns aside, you, you've done them all, too, so you've been doing this a while. Oh, yeah. All right, so it's, it's, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. I, I have no idea. But, um, Dave, we're okay, have to so talk now about it's my just finances. you, and you have like a route, I assume. You go to certain locations, and people pay you to come to their location, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. And, uh, and how often do they pay you? Uh, I, some, some people pay me weekly. Some people pay me monthly. So it's just, okay. Uh, All right. That's fine. And, um, do you have a separate business account? Yes. And all the money that they pay you goes into that account. Never goes direct to your personal account. Correct. Correct. Great. First move. When you pull money out of the business account to bring some home, you should always set aside one fourth for taxes. You alluded to that. It sounds like you've heard me tell you to do this before. Oh, I've yeah, I've listened to your show for quite a while. Okay, so, yeah. so you're setting aside a fourth when you take it home. You take a thousand dollars out of the account. You set two fifty for taxes. Put seven fifty in your personal account. Correct. Yes. Okay. Good. That's a good plan. And you said household income. So your wife is working. What does she make? Uh, uh so she makes I think fifty. And then I've got military retirement, and we're foster parents, so we get a stipend for that. And that's how so much? Total, how much? Total, we get about 170 a year. So another 20 in military retirement and foster stipend? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, good. And what are the expenses of running this type of business? Fuel, I assume, uh, to go to the locations? Yeah, there's, there's fuel, advertising, uh, when trash bags... Yeah. And Febreze. every once in a while, I have to replace a raker uh, mm-hmm. uh, bucket. Yeah. But it's not much. Yeah. So, no, it's so not. out of the hundred, um, I mean, your, your, your expenses are 10 grand maybe, right? Yeah. Probably somewhere around there. Maybe, maybe 15. Yeah. Okay. So the vast majority of this comes home. Yes. Why would well, you need a business of, emergency of fund at this stage? Uh, for th- replacing parts on the vehicle or you know stuff, stuff like that yeah okay do you have a separate work vehicle from your home vehicle yes okay so there's like a truck involved or something yeah minivan but yeah okay all right cool all right uh this is so great um Mark, I can't, I got to tell you, you've made my entire week. <laughs> <laughs> this is so just good. Just thinking about you cruising Springfield in a minivan, just getting out with a shovel and some headphones on, making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Just get, it restores my faith in humanity. In a, it's just a America, America. All right, so uh, you couldn't do that if it was Russia. I'll just say. All right, so the um, there's no no Great Danes in Russia. Yeah, that's it. So all right. Um, I don't think you need much of an emergency fund right now. I think I would take most of this home, of the 85000 home, uh, or, or let, let's just call it, all right, let's put something in, a, in, in the retirement. So what we would do in Entree Leadership is we would say take your net profit, 
which in, is 85 cents on the dollar. Okay, so if we make $10,000 this month, we're going to take 8500 and call that net profit. All right, and, and uh, we would apply a formula to that and say X percentage goes home and the rest goes into an emergency fund. Okay, a retained okay. earnings fund. In your case, I think 10% would be more than adequate and then take the rest home into okay. the retained earnings. No. So. My, my little formula, you make you make $10,000 this month. It's a big month. It's a good month. You have $8,500. We're going to call that profit. We're, you know, or let's call it $8,000 profit. We're going to leave the rest of it in there for expenses. That's one thing. And then we're going to set aside 10% of that $8,000. So $800 goes in another account for retained earnings. And we're going to take $7,200 home. I just made a formula up, but you can do something like that to where you take the most of this home and you leave a little bit in the business and you cover expenses and the actual expenses in the business that month. Okay. And does it change any, if I were to hire somebody, like I, I would have to set up a fund for that as like, in case I don't have the money to cover a, a paycheck or something, correct? Uh, at that scale, they should get, be getting paid off the job, not off the paycheck, right? Yeah, yeah. You're not, and you're not, and, and you're not going to hire them to make enough that it's going to impact you that much. Anyway, you shouldn't on the business yeah. size. So, yeah, um, and and you would increase your income associated with them. So, no, I mean maybe a little bit, but it wouldn't change substantially. I, okay. Until you get this uh, last eighty thousand at home paid off, I want to take most of this money home, other than tax money and business expenses okay gotcha Just, all right i appreciate not your all of it but I, not I all of it but most of it and man and and he, he you know the, a guy like that is like he's heard all the jokes over and over all the bad 13 year olds he stuff. laughs all the way to the bank yeah and he, it's just but it you know i can't imagine what the decal on his uh the the rap on his on his van says right <laughs> or when all of his military buddies get together and they just go around no, the bar. i mean there's some great these guys that do pooper scooper, they got great names out there that are hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, there's some fabulous names. But I remember a teacher during COVID who paid off like a hundred grand because she would she was teaching and she was driving and delivering. And I remember thinking, oh, she's one of those curve busters that takes everybody's excuses away. Mark goes into that camp. Hundred thousand bucks collecting dog cha cha down his neighborhood. That a boy, man. Wow. There's no more excuses left. You gotta love it. Serious mic drop. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Brittany is in Atlanta. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Hi, Brittany. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Um, me and my husband were wanting to call in. We, um, we obviously have debt. We have a mortgage, um, and some other things like a SBA loan for the business, um, equipment loans, but we recently had a baby in um, July and he was born with most of his, he has like 1% of his small intestine left. 
which leads him to be life-dependent on TPN, IV nutrition. He'll eventually long-term need a transplant for his small intestine, mm-hmm. for sure of. We don't know about the other organs. But our question is, do we stop um, saving? We have an emergency fund. Do we stop paying off our debt and stockpile for what's to come? We know that it's going to be very expensive, but we're not sure to what extent like Medicaid insurance will help cover. So we were just kind of wanting your advice on that. What do we do for long term? Because for the transport, we'll have to relocate, things like that. So it's going to be very expensive. How are you doing? I'm okay. That's a pretty, pretty rough thing. How many babies have you got? We have two boys. And my other baby I had early, but nothing was wrong with him. But with Benjamin, it was kind of a shock to us um, that it was that it was so so much was dead. Um, but he's, he's had two surgeries so far and they both went well. He has a central line. He'll, he'll have food through like a bag, IV nutrition. Hmm. And, um, until he can get a transplant, which could be, you know, as little as one or up to, you know, teenage years, Hmm. the older they are, the better the success. Hmm. Yes, sir. All right. How much, so the only debts you have left are SBA and mortgage. The loan, I can tell you exactly what we have. Um, 188K is on our mortgage. We have um, 15 on car payments and work equipment. Um, and then we have the SBA loan. That was $50,000. Um, so altogether, we have about two. Now, what's your household income? He brings in about fifty k a year, but he has two to three thousand. That's retained saving, retained earnings, but he keeps that held back. But about a year, it's about fifty k or so. Okay. And I stay home with the boys. Okay. All right. Um. Well, the the, the baby's one month old, right? A little over, yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to be some years, but we just want to know, like, should we only pay so much towards debt or kind of stop or just do, like, the biggest things first? Yeah. What would be your advice? Well, number one, we take care of Benjamin before we do anything, before we worry about anything, okay? Now, yes, I, now we've got to define then what, and you've been helping me define that, teaching me for the last few minutes what take care of Benjamin means. Okay. It could mean you don't need, and it does mean you don't need any money for a year. Okay. Right. Because you said he would be one year at the earliest before they possibly did this. Correct. Yes, sir. You have, they have to tell us children with short have to be at least a year. Right. And it depends on how like that. Some kids do really well with IV nutrition, you know, they can go a long time with that. Yeah. But I'm saying that the earliest is one year. Uh, yes, unless sir. other complications pop up and you would need money for those. Yes, sir. The the complications come from his central line, risk of infection, bleeding. Yeah, but we're, like we're one whole month into this. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. He's already had his second surgery. He shouldn't have any more unless problems arise. Right now, it's just getting him to grow, learning how to take care of him, bringing him, ho- bringing him home. Mm-hmm. And when he comes home, he'll have home nurses for as long as he needs the care. Mm-hmm. But in our in our minds, we were like, wow, this is going to be something that, you know, we're going to need at least, from what we read, this over like $200,000, things like that for who's, a transplant. Who's paying, for the, who's paying for the nurses? 
Um, right now, of course, when they're born, they have their, the, um, the Medicaid or the peach state. So he's on that in the hospital that will cover for his first year. Um, there was a mention that because he had so much of a resection that he could possibly qualify for social security, um, disability for, if you have more than 50%, you qualify for that. Um, but we're just, we're really not sure Sure. what it's going to, what does your husband do for a living? He does landscaping and hardscaping. Um, because as as I'm hearing, um, it's almost sounds disassociative how you're able to talk in the way you are right now. It's almost like you're the doc, not the mom. Yeah, like you've created a space because you had to. And I, I'm not with you. Maybe you're just so I much see. tougher than me. <laughs> you know what I mean, you yeah, speak. I, I, it, it breaks my heart, mm-hmm. but I also feel like I have to somewhat be. I have to make sure that I'm learning everything and trying to retain everything. Got that. And I kind Got of that. Feel, I get. I have to put a short part of it for how I'm feeling. Maybe I got that. More. I, I need That's you to, fair. I need you to make sure. Yeah, you're do, you're you're a mom in a crisis, and you're you're making sure st- stuff gets done, and that's that's noble. I want you to make sure you've got um, one or two girlfriends that you can just go have coffee with once a week and just tell the truth to. Okay, I he's not on the phone, but if I was to talk to a husband in this situation, and he had called me. I would tell him, I know you love what you do, but you're gonna have to find a way to earn some more money. And you yeah. have to stop taking out fifty thousand dollar loans for a fifty thousand dollar job on your on your small business. You have to figure something else out, and it may be going to work for the man for somebody, and maybe getting two jobs working for other people. But he needs to make some more money. Y'all got y'all okay. y'all just seeing your future staring you down and choosing to ignore that reality that this is coming um, is gonna and hoping that you know qualify for this, maybe get this. That's that's a tough road to hoe. And yes, sir. he's got to make some hard choices about, yeah, I need to go do something else. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, and, and, or add something to the equation as if he wasn't already working hard because he is. Yeah. He's, we're not saying he's a bad guy. That's not no, the I question. No, I think he's a great guy. That's I just think, question, but I think reality changed everybody's direction. Yeah. 47,000 yeah. is going to make this really tough. To make it really okay, tough. Yeah. The math is really hard on that. So in the meantime, while he's considering that and we're doing anything we can do to get some extra income into this house to add to this equation, I would do nothing on the debt. I would just pile up cash. Let's do that okay. until uh, until after the first of the year. And let's okay. get let's get Benjamin's six-month birthday anyway and, and have a little bit of a track record on all of these different vari- medical variables that are moving in different directions at all times. Um, and if, if things are still progressing exactly like you currently think they're going to by January and you had, you know, some money saved up, you may want to start talking about paying off the car and paying off the little debt, the SBA Mm -hmm. and the house. I'm not worried about, they can just sit there as long as you pay the minimums on them until we get Benjamin squared away. But I'd love as you're fighting for, for him with your wallet, I'd love to not have the car and the equipment loan. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But I don't want to do that today. Today, I just want you to have some money. Just stack some cash because Benjamin needs um, some margin, some money margin between uh, him and whatever he's facing. Yes, sir. Because they say with the transplant that there's only so many few places that do it in the world. Mm -hmm. And most of the locations are far from us. So we'd have to relocate. That means, you know, paying to stay somewhere else, things like that. Yeah. If you haven't done this already, go get yourself a binder. And maybe spend a couple extra bucks and get a nice one. 
and get some dividers and begin to keep all of this in a centralized place, but and particularly the questions you don't have answers to yet, where are those three places? What are some real estate things you can look at? Because you're going to pop your head up in the middle of the night and not be able to sleep and you'll be able to, oh, I've already got those questions written down. I can just go in order. And it's a way of keeping this chaos, control what I can control. I'm going to keep it right here in this binder. And every time I have a question about how much does formula cost, this IV stuff cost, how much does this cost? How long is the nurse is going to keep coming? When does Medicaid cut off? I'm going to write all those, those things down. And I'm going to make it my, my day job. And in addition to taking care of these boys, getting some answers to these things and keeping it all in one centralized place. And Brittany, um, you call us here anytime you got a question. We want to help. We got you. We want to help. We understand. And um, we'll be praying for Mr. Benjamin. This is The Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Thank you for joining us. Evan is in Lexington, Kentucky. Hi, Evan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. How can I help? So, some context about our situation. I'm a medical student. Uh, My wife's an enrollment counselor at a university. Um, She brings in $37,000. Um, she does that, but she's got four bachelor's degrees. Um, they're all in different areas of Christian ministry. Um, and so we, we just got signed up on every dollar and all that stuff. Um, but we're trying to figure out, um, even with like living well below our means, we're still kind of going a little bit about our budget. So we're trying to figure out, should she seek a higher job? Uh, should I do the, the terrible thing of taking out a little bit more student loans? Or, or what do you think? Uh, you're suggesting taking out student loans to live on? Um, yeah, because I'm not able to work during school. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's by far not the the primary thing we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not even on the table. That's just straight up dumb. Um, She's got four bachelor's degrees. Why is she not making more money? Um, honestly, we live in a low income area. Uh, they're in Christian ministry, and people don't want to pay. And she kind of has to work from home right now because she's been dealing with uh, some chronic pain. How old is she? Uh, she's 23. What kind of chronic pain does a 23-year-old have? Oh, man, that's a good question. We've seen every kind of doctor, and they're still trying to figure that out. We're paying on a $3,000 MRI that insurance wouldn't cover and all that stuff. So she doesn't really know. She's in physical therapy, but beyond that, they haven't really told us anything. And how did she manage four different um, bachelor's degrees in the same place? Yeah, so a lot of the degrees had overlaps with the courses, so she was able to take a lot of different, like, kind of expand out, spend about four and a half years, and yeah, got them all knocked out together. So I'm just going to say this. I don't want to project my world onto hers, but as a guy who couldn't quit going to school, it was a a harsh stop in front of the mirror that finally said, what are you running from? And what are you, what are you trying to chase? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I got a whole bunch of degrees too. And it looks cool on paper, but actually the dark secret behind it was I was running and running and running, trying to prove to everybody that I had some sort of value. Well, she's not in school. No, she's out. But that same attitude goes into your professional world. It goes into your, I can't do this kind of thing. There's a lot going on here. Is that right? Uh, yeah, she honestly, 
she wasn't a Christian and she got saved and she wanted to go learn about God in college. So she just took all the Christian classes she could. Um, she really didn't go because she was actually looking for a job. Or she, you know, at the so time, what are her, what are her, what are her four degrees? What are they in? Um, they're in Christian studies, which is like scholarship and text criticism about the Bible and youth family ministry. Um, then like, it's like family ministry just in general and then just a missions degree as well. Okay. All right. There are some sizable churches in the Lexington and Louisville markets that could use an administrative person that has this level of knowledge and it's worth double Mm $37,000. Okay. So here's the thing that can happen in an arc like you're with. And, um, I've been functioning in the Christian community, uh, for 40 years now. Um, and, uh, Sometimes what can happen is is that we say uh, that in order to in our minds somewhere deep down inside in order to serve God we have to make no money, right? And um, that is not in the Bible. Um, and you don't you know in order for it to be holy I have to take the skill set that I have and make half of what I could make somewhere else by working at a nonprofit and then I get to call it holy, or working at a ministry right. and then I get to call it holy. Uh, the, the holy work is when you are doing something as unto the Lord, do your work, Colossians 3.22, as unto God, heartily as unto God. When you do it with excellence and your, your work, your service to your employer, your excellence is your ministry, is your worship. Um, not necessarily exactly what is happening inside the building that you work at. Now, we're blessed at Ramsey in that we get to do actual ministry, and uh, and in a for-profit setting and pay people more than market rate to work here, the most excellent people on the planet. And so, uh, you know, we've got it all, we got the whole enchilada, but we had to work through that emotionally and spiritually to make that okay before we could go do it. Um, so I don't know if she's struggling with, and I don't know how this impacts the medical situation or if the medical situation impacts this, which one's the tail and which one's the dog, but... Uh, this idea that um, because I met Jesus and radically got saved and I went and studied a bunch of Christian stuff, I am uh, doing my best for God by making no money while we're talking about taking out a student loan while you're studying medicine is just not that, – that is not a true statement. So, yes, she should go make more money. And, yes, if she has to go to an office to do that and uh, if she can handle the pain of doing that physically, she should go to an office and go make seventy or $80,000. She should do that for her regardless of your medical career. Right. And you can also get yeah, degrees in theology and go work at a marketing agency or at a police station. You can work all over the place with those degrees as well. You're not limited to just doing ministry stuff. Okay. Cause she's, she's willing to step out of the – the mold to do that. She had considered she's going to start her master's in counseling. No, but no, no, she does not need a master's in no. counseling. She's addicted to education. Yeah. She's addicted to pushing reality down the street. And you're talking, this is the pot talking to the kettle here, man. There, no. has, there has to be some peace inside her own heart, inside her own home. And you're not going to find it at the university getting a degree. It's not there. So go into the marketplace and love people. Well, serve people. Well, somehow, Go do something with excellence. Go do something with gusto and make a pile of money doing it. Just like you're going to do, like you're going to be a doc uh, and do that as a person of faith. 
do that with gusto. My doc is a person of faith. I don't, I'd rather not have a doc that's not. And so, you know, you get to do that from medical school and there's, you know, there's no, re- there's no rule that says you're not allowed to make money in this process. Um, it's just not there. It's not there. That's a, a toxic version of Christianity that's gotten woven into too many people's minds. And so, um, yeah, we, we've just got to, we got to break that. So I, I, I think it's best for, I, I will put out an idea and I do not know the nature of her medical condition and I am not a medical professional, but having done what I do a long time, I will put out an idea that were she in something where she was making a pile of money and extremely fulfilled, I would, uh, think you might see a reduction in pain and you have great human connection. It's, that's, that's, it's, it's, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Sometimes yeah. chronic pain is your body telling you we got to change this environment. Th- that's your direction is and wrong. And it's hard. And because retreating it hurts. to another degree, retreating and working only from home might not be the best it thing. It might for, stir it up even. Yeah. Might be tough. making it's it very worse. Tough. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying we don't know that, but there's a possibility that that's in there. Right. Yeah. That This sounds like it started. There's a pattern developing in this conversation here. So uh, just, the happiness is somewhere over there. After I cross that finish line and that finish line. And I'm going to say this to my colleagues, my former colleagues. Shame on you guys for accepting somebody through a program, four different bachelor's degrees out of the same department, with the same classes, with the same professors, taking more money and more money and more money. I was blessed, Dave, to have a teacher because I tried to do that too in my undergrad. And they said, no, no, you complete this. And then you go on to graduate school if that's what you want to do. But I needed some wisdom there. And this institution sounds like they just kept taking her money and kept taking her money and kept taking her money. And for what? You're going to go to a church and be like, well, you got a degree in Christian studies and you got a degree in Christian ministry, but man, you should have got that degree in Christian something or other. So we can't, you can't work here. That's not how that works. Not, not how that works. Not how that works at all. Yeah. Shame on that school. All right, that puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.